It's Monday, the 31st of May. Welcome to The Breakfast Show. I'm your host, Mark Anthony, and yes, I do realise it's a national holiday here in the UK, but when you commit to delivering the daily news to a global audience, local holidays just cease to matter, I'm afraid. Uh, Now, before I get to those news headlines... Market leaders FOSS Illuminated Safety Solutions are committed to helping companies work towards a zero-harm safety culture. Our team of dedicated safety specialists can advise you on which system best suits your requirements to create a safe and progressive fleet using our innovative light-based safety systems. Halo Execution Zone Kits start at £499.95 fully fitted. Are you ready to be fossified? FOSS, market leaders in light-based safety systems. Call 0845 519 2725 or email inquiries at foss.com the rules of news journalism normally dictate that the biggest story goes right at the beginning uh, but here at demolition news towers we have no regard for such rules it's my show and we play by my rules so i will save the main discussion point till the end of the show when we've got a bit more time instead we're going to start with this uh, engineers are warning that the Grenfell Tower must be carefully dismantled before May 2022 because of continued deterioration of exposed concrete structures. Findings from an independent engineer's report by Atkins have uh, been released by the government as it consults bereaved families, survivors and residents about the future of the ravaged tower. Uh, 72 people died when a fire swept through the building in June 2017. The government said that it, there would be no change to the tower before the fifth anniversary of the tragedy in June 2022. The Metropolitan Police, the Coroner and the Grenfell Tower inquiry have now also confirmed that they have all the required evidence from the tower. And the government has reiterated its support to help the community with a fitting memorial to honour those who lost their lives in the tragedy. The Structural Engineers report recommends that the government proceeds carefully to take the tower down after another programme of safety works to add further propping have been completed. Leading builders merchant Travis Perkins has become the latest to express its concern over growing material shortages that threaten to undermine the ongoing boom in construction workloads here in the UK. Uh, The UK's biggest builders merchant has warned customers customers of considerable cost increases to uh, raw materials amid an industry-wide shortage. Travis Perkins says the price of bagged cement will rise by 15%, chipboard by uh, 10% and paint by 5% from tomorrow. It comes as industry groups warn electrical components, timber and steel are also in short supply. They blame surging demand as as lockdown eases as well as supply chain issues. Travis Perkins says it's seen an increase in demand across the board from consumers doing more DIY projects to big infrastructure projects such as HS2. This will likely be uh, one of the key topics of conversation uh, in the business briefing show I will be hosting with Builders Conference CEO Neil Edwards at three o'clock tomorrow. A new retirement community is just one part of a 30 million pound mixed use development at the former Beechmore Nursery site in Chester. The research team at the Builders Conference understands that BAM construction is among the contenders for the new build portion of the works. But as ever, a demolition contractor has yet to be appointed. You can find out more about this project lead and many more just like it over at buildersconference.co.uk. Now, if you receive our weekly email newsletter this week in demolition, you can probably switch off now as I'm about to reiterate some of the points raised in today's edition. 
Let's take two power plant collapses. In one, two men are tragically killed. It would take a month, including the Christmas and New Year holidays, for the body of one of those men to be recovered from the rubble. That accident was investigated and the companies involved were cited and handed fines 17 months later. In the other, four men were killed. The bodies of three of those men lay undiscovered and unrecovered for more than six months. An astonishing, embarrassing, frustrating and shameful 63 months later, no investigation has been concluded. No prosecutions have taken place. No closure has been afforded to the families of the four workers, and we still have no indication of precisely what led to the death of four innocent demolition workers. What's the difference between these two incidents and their subsequent outcomes? Approximately 3,800 miles, some water, and apparently the will of the accident investigators. The first incident occurred at the Killam Power Plant in Ohio in the US back in December 2020. A 14-storey structure collapsed during demolition claiming the lives of Doug Gray and Jamie Fitzgerald. Two companies have now been cited and although one of the companies is contesting the rulings, fines have already been handed down. The second occurred at Didcot in the UK in February 2016. A part of the boiler house collapsed during demolition operations, claiming the lives of Michael Collins and Mick Collins, Ken Cresswell, Christopher Huxtable and John Shaw. To date, there has been no publication of the investigation findings, no blame, for blame or responsibility appointed, and no prosecution or legal retribution. So why is there such a massive gulf between UK and US prosecutions? I wish I knew the answer. One possible explanation is that the US is a highly litigious society, and as a result, its legal system is a well-oiled machine that can suck in cases at one end and spit them out the other so fast it would make your head spin. Another possible explanation is that the HSE has seen its budgets cut and its investigator numbers slashed, or that it's now more focused upon handing out minor intervention fees uh, minor intervention fines, rather, to keep its beleaguered coffers filled. Whatever the reason, the gulf between the US and the UK system for accident investigations and uh, prosecutions is there for all to see. It took one month to recover the body of a man killed on a US demolition site. It took six times that long to recover three here on the UK. It took 17 months to investigate and prosecute that incident in the US. So far, it's taken four times that long in the UK, and the clock is still ticking. Maybe the US is more litigious. Maybe the HSE is underfunded and understaffed. Maybe, just maybe, the Americans care for the bereaved just a little bit more. But the biggest question is this. The health and safety executive is there to hold to account those that fail in their duty of care. But who is holding the HSC account to account when it fails in its duty? 
Right, I'm off to enjoy what remains of the bank holiday, but I will be back tomorrow, not once, not twice, but three times. I hope I get a decent night's sleep tonight. Uh, I'll be here, same time, same place on the morrow for our usual daily news roundup with the Breakfast Show. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I will be back at 3pm tomorrow when I will be speaking to Builders Conference CEO Neil Edwards as we look back at the £5 billion plus or more in new construction contract awards uh, recorded in the month of May. And then stand by your beds at 6pm tomorrow night. I'll be joined by my construction collective co-founder, Mr. Peter Haddock, as we take an in-depth look at the latest machines on offer from a company that has emerged from the lockdown as a key industry innovator, Bobcat. Uh, we, 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 we will be joined by representatives from Bobcat too, so this will be your chance to ask questions and to take part in what pr uh, promises to be an absolutely mammoth and thoroughly enjoyable show. But until then, uh, if you're in the UK, enjoy your bank holiday. If you're not, stay safe, look after yourself, your family, your friends and your colleagues, and I will see you same place, same time tomorrow. Thanks for watching.